Welcome fellow last places to another episode of LPF Debrief where we talk about comic books, TV shows, and movies. And on today's episode, we are going to be talking about House of the Dragon episode six. But more importantly, we have the long awaited return. <laughs> it's been a week. I'm long so glad to be here. Awaited return. Okay. It's been a week, but I'm so I'm so happy to be here. I'm I'm um you know, I'm grateful for the opportunity. Thanks a lot, Alan. <laughs> all, all I'm saying is that I missed you last week, okay? So, no, I missed you too. And I would have been here. I was just not, know. you know. And like I said, you know, mental health, you know, is more it's, It wasn't mental health. It was not that. I was literally, it doesn't uh, matter. It, it was physical pain, okay? Exactly. <laughs> Which, you know, then would have forced you to come up and then, you know, would have drank. So I'm saying, you know what I mean? You know No, I appreciate about. it. Yeah, yeah, no, I missed you. I missed you too, bud. I missed yeah. you too. Oh, you see that? <laughs> All, right. All right, let's not let's, get crazy. Let's, <laughs> let's talk. Let's, you know, before we start talking about the episode, let's just do the little housekeeping that we normally do. Like, subscribe, follow, rate on all of the platforms, just because that does help with our, you know, the, uh, what's that word that I'm looking for? Visibility. Algorithm? Visibility. Yeah, there we go. Visibility and algorithm. So just a like, a share. One of those, just fine. Uh, if you guys, you know you that. want to, you know you want to share it out, bro. You talk about it, share it out, comment, yeah. do all of that. It's like part of it. It's yeah. engaging. One hundred percent. And let us know, you know, what you guys thought of the episode too, because I would love to hear what you guys have to think. Also, so getting with all that out of the way, spoilers are ahead as usual. Let's talk about episode six of House of the Dragons, where we immediately start off with. Rhaenyra giving birth to a child. Is oh this- my god! Okay, what? First of all, okay, the scene. I, I mean, it felt like it was real time. Yes, the cinematography was amazing right it, there. It, it felt better. like real time. Like we didn't. I mean, from her doing that mm-hmm. to walking up to the queen, like that was like it felt like one shot, one continuous shot. Yeah, and it was was it. Yeah, I I don't know. I I did not watch a director's cut for this one, which I normally do. But um, I I'm glad they made it even feel that way because it legit was felt like I just gave birth and now the queen's calling me. So like for them to make that work visually, just like you're saying, because that's exactly how I felt. I felt like it was one camera, one direct scene, one thing after another, and I think it uh, for me it made that that um scene feels so so real like you're saying because it was kind of like damn like i just gave birth and now you're asking to see my child like you know what i mean like and we find out later on why she wants to see her child immediately but just the whole scene itself with the lead up and everything like that was super dope and i agree with you the cinematography was perfect on that it was amazing storytelling, like, and, and it really just showed us like their dynamic without seeing them in the same room. It's yeah. just like, okay, yeah, you want to see me? All right, fine. You know, it's just after like that huge time jump, it was mm-hmm. amazing to see like, all right, they're still at it. Like, we don't even, we don't even know really, you know, what's going on here. But like, I mean, they're still obviously at it. Yeah. So and, yeah, no, that was great. She didn't even really want to see Rhaenyra. She just wanted to see the child. And mm-hmm. um, we obviously we know find, why <laughs> we know why once she gets up to the room, we see Rhaenyra go ahead and walk up there with um, um, Lenore, then, you know, pre- presents himself with 
the new act. We also see the actors change, right? We have the actor actors and actresses who have now changed because we're representing a 10 year time jump, which um, I like, you know, it's, it's, I, I know why they did it right. Because I do feel like we could have still st- told more stories with that lead up there, but with everything um, from like what HBO and the creators are saying like they weren't guaranteed a season two, like we talked about earlier. So they kind of mm-hmm. wanted to get to pretty much like the meat of what this season was going to be about. Right. So I think with that being said is why they did this time jump. And then obviously, um, but they made it work. It felt very seamless. Like you said, I didn't feel like, um, Oh, like that. I needed more of the story from when they were younger. Anyway, I, think the jumping off point from where we left off with episode uh, five was kind of like a perfect time to be like, yo, this is a lot of stuff is going to happen, but it's not like things that you necessarily need until this point. Right. Yeah. No, it felt very natural. I felt like I was put into a world where I could understand what was going on without them like feeding it to me. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, that, I mean, the time jump didn't bother me that, I mean, yeah, I liked the, the previous cast, Mm -hmm. but I think this was kind of necessary. Yeah. I think also to like, I just think that I think if they would have get known they were going to have a second season, I think they would have finished out the season opposed to doing a, a jump. Um, I think they would have been able to tell some stories within that 10 years. Like not, like I said, I'm, I didn't feel like I needed that at all or, but I felt like if HBO had presented them and saying, look, your guys are guaranteed a season two. I think they would have used that cast for foot because I mean, we're four episodes left, like three episodes now. Um, mm-hmm. So I think they would have finished them off before they got to the point that we did and maybe did the time jump at the end of the season um, and kind of just went straight to a certain point. So, um, but like I said, didn't really need it. I just think that's what they, that's why they did it. But I don't know. Cause I don't have any of the information. Just, that's just what I I'm thinking, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we see her. Well, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, um, I think that they did a great job casting also (laughs) because like even the the facial expressions that Rhaenyra gives, Mm -hmm. like I could totally see the younger Rhaenyra doing the same thing. Absolutely. So I agree with you 100%. I think the, the acting, the, the, the choices of all the older versions were just like a perfect of exactly like mannerisms and I, you know, they've been around each other. So they probably, you know, was like, what would you do in this scene? And just that communication, you could tell, totally tell that they put that time and effort in for that. So I think that was really cool, too. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. And I love, um, well, okay, let's just keep going because I'm sure it will come up. <laughs> yeah, so then we get to uh, Alicent. Uh, we see Alicent, grown up Alicent. Um, okay, so no, now I have to take it back. Okay. Now I have to because, okay, so leading up to Alicent, mm-hmm. the relationship that Rhaenyra and how do you say his name? Lenor? Yeah. The, their relationship is my favorite relationship. <laughs> yeah, because, because it's, an it's, an, it's an, exactly. It's an mm-hmm. understanding. It's agreement. It's, it's just like the realest relationship that I've seen thus far. Yes. Um, and I feel like they have this understanding, like you said, and like they know what they're in for. They're honest. And that's like, all that you can ask for you know yeah. what i mean like they're they've been put in this situation and you can see like them their banter back and mm-hmm. forth like even as she's bleeding and walking up there and like yeah. he's helping her it's just such a genuine connection in like a different way 
that I am obsessed with it. And I mean, they have some other things down the line in the episode too, that I'm just like, okay, this is perfect. But that walk up leading to the queen, I'm like, yo, this is exact. This is perfect. They're perfect for each other for this. Yeah. <laughs> like, and they handled it early, which is what I think is what establishes the foreshadow of us seeing their relationship be the what it is. Is because mm-hmm. you know, Rhaenyra did take in like, listen, we have to do this for you know the semantics. Like, we're not necessarily. Obviously, I know you're not in love. Like, gonna ever fall for me or be in love with me because that's not what your preference is. And like, we just need to do this as a show essentially because clearly like we need this this to be a statement for the realm it's not necessarily for us they're they're in turn playing the game of thrones which is what rainier is doing right she's just yeah. playing that game because she understands but on the others uh Lenor also understands that he has to do this task just for the realms also like it's not necessarily what he wants to do but it's just the perfect timing so their relationship definitely shows that portion of like shows that it's like we have an understanding like you can even almost say like we're through this we're we're friends because i mean i guess they did they did grew up together and like, they are cousins so um you know yeah, they, you, you can make like friends yeah. they seem like they have an actual friendship an actual bond and yeah. he does he does care for her otherwise mm-hmm. it would have been like okay well find your find your own way up there you yeah, know but i don't really, need to do this yeah, I yeah. don't need to be here for this. Yeah. And that's true. And I think um we they they allude to some more of that later on which we'll get to. Um yeah. but yeah, once they do that lead up, they get straight to the queen. We already see Alicent already having and <laughs> Alicent already having that, you know, mean mugging face of like disappointment kind of and already like I already know what to expect here. Like you kind of thing, like cuz you notice as soon as she grabs the child and she's she she acts shocked that Rainier is there, right? Like she does that, like princess, like you know what I mean. <laughs> You're here, like please, you knew, like you knew she was coming. And Al- and we're gonna have a. I'm gonna talk about Allison, but um, she knew she was coming because she knew what type of person you were. So like you 100% knew Rainier was gonna show up with the child. And then the first thing that Allison does when she gets the child is try to look at the child's features to notice that clearly the child is not Lenor's. Right. right. My thing is, like, I, I we understand you're the queen, and I don't know if this is a conversation for now or later on in this episode, mm-hmm. but why are you so invested? Listen, we're going to get to that, because I, it's part of my rant, too. It is okay. 100% <laughs> part of my rant, and we can, we can go into that, because I want to get into that, because, we, you know, there's there's so much to unpack there, but we do see that they that relationship, like you were saying, is very much the 10 years has still been full of bitterness, right? And um, I think, obviously, they did a good job at portraying that. We see the king walk in, who's shockingly still alive. Like <laughs> yeah, this, this man came out of the grave. He looks like he just, like, came from the crypt, bro. Yeah. Like, what is going on? Yeah. Those this, leeches. <laughs> this man has died at least in every episode we've watched like legit because he's, poor guy dude he's yeah. he's hanging on by yeah. a thread he's man. hanging on for dear life like literally and the thing that's awesome i don't know if you'd pick this one up but did you notice that he didn't have his arm right did you see that no yeah he didn't have his arm he's because you remember the arm that gets messed up and this, i did they, not notice that he didn't have his arm bro they subtly been putting things in there like stuff like that 
where you know you remember how it was the fingers and then like his hand wait a second how could i just completely miss the fact that he doesn't have an arm i it's either there was covered up like completely or he doesn't have his arm i think it's he doesn't have his arm anymore because i think the what you call it went through him but i can we can double check to confirm that because i could be wrong i I believe you but Mm-hmm. How could I miss? How could yeah. I miss that? <laughs> so he, he didn't have that. So like, but you could see that, you know, obviously he's really care. He, you could see how much love he has for Rhaenyra though, which I thought was very important, especially at his age, right? Because at the age and obviously having probably near death experiences for the last 10 years, I think that bonded them a little bit, you know what I mean? Because she kind of Ever since she listened about the the marriage and things like that, I feel like he became more, you know, bonded to his daughter. And I think that scene where he like gives her the kiss on the forehead, like really showed 10 years of them, like working through some things, like not everything is settled, but I feel like they were on good terms at that end, especially because she's out here having children. She's had what, three boys at this point. Um, I think that relationship was um, uh, a lot better than when we, originally left it uh would you Mm -hmm. you would you agree with that absolutely yeah and i think that scene did such a good job at showing it without saying much right it was just his the way that his body language was towards her that like i said the kiss on the forehead like you could tell he really was caring for rainier in that situation i thought that was awesome i thought too it was a very sweet moment and like i've been saying from the beginning like i think that a really um a really prominent theme from the beginning of this series has been Rhaenyra's relationship with both of her parents mm-hmm. um, and just showing like the strong family bond and tie that she has with them. And I think that is going to come back, uh, come back up later on mm-hmm. <laughs> in some way. Like I just, they've been kind of forcing it down our throats mm-hmm. a little bit, like with her and her mom and, you know, just like the sweetness and tenderness between her and her dad, even when she's out here being reckless, let's be real. She's had three children that <laughs> are not like bastards, <laughs> you know, like she's been, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and he still is like overlooking that, like that family, like, dynamic dynamic and that love that he has for her is gonna come back to us somehow 100 and i I think it'll fuel a lot of things and we find out that um you know once the name uh obviously viserys wants to know what the name is of the child is going to be and we find out it was joffrey and we know why Mm -hmm. it was called joffrey because that was her um lenore's former lover who died in episode five uh Mm. which yeah that whole fight scene was within itself but you could see the face that Rhaenyra gives him because yeah she's like uh, we never agreed on that yeah. what the hell <laughs> she's like wait time out like hold up, hold up, hold up. I, I was about to name him Sir Christian Cole what yeah, the hell I don't know if she was going to do that because later <laughs> we find out that relationship later on is a little uh, more than strained at this point so um Bruh, yeah. this thing <laughs> yeah it, it is me- it's messy messy which is what we want right we this is we want it to be as messy as it is as it currently is right now but mm-hmm. uh clearly Allison feels a certain way about the baby's birth um king viserys is is happy that you know his daughter has given him another child uh, a grandchild and another you know just basically building out that family tree and um so it was 
it was interesting to just see that that whole dynamic even in the beginning right where it's just like okay we know this this and that we also know the time frame that has just passed so obviously when we see other characters they're also going to be aged um and things of that nature which brings us to pretty much when um they we see we speaking of sir christian cole we see him before mm-hmm. he goes into the queen's before the um before Rhaenyra and Lenor go into the queen's uh what is it quarters mm-hmm. and he's just standing there because you know they probably that relationship has now been built uh, a certain way and clearly Rhaenyra and Sir Christian Cole are not a thing anymore so um just that so whole dynamic has Sir Christian Cole is he did he um pledge an oath to her now like what is what is his deal? Like, who is he protecting? Yes. So he is now the protector of the queen. So what um, in the books, and this is not spoiling because uh, we see it in this episode, but in the books, basically of what he just did is exactly what happens in the book. So he okay. basically, she gets saved, like, you know, Allison saves her. And then, you know, the, but the, so Allison say, like, basically says, you know, don't k- kill yourself. And then um, she, he becomes kind of like the combat advisor, like protector of the queen. And she, he also goes on to train their children, uh, like her children, which we see later on in the episode okay, anyway. Cool. So yeah. um, they kind of followed that like pretty much the, to the, like to the T. So I thought that cool. was cool. Um, we see the spitefulness too, because then once um, Rhaenyra leaves, she obviously leaving in a trail of blood also, which just shows like, she ain't, she's about it, and that that's why level of pettiness like, for me. Yeah. It's a level of yeah. pettiness for me. She's yes, like, you are not going to see me at a weak point. Like, and I I love that about her. Like, she's like not not happening. Like, I just had this child. I'm going to see you, and you're going to look me in my eye. And if you yeah. got something disrespectful to say, say it to me. And I respect yeah. that kind of gangster. You know what I mean? I, I do too. Yeah, I really do too. I respect that. But then we see the conversation with Allison and uh, Sir Cole. Basically, she's re- extremely upset. Well, before that happens, she has that conversation with Cyrus, right? Or is that later on in the episode? I think it's. I think it's later. Are we talking about like Where her like, saying things about? Yeah, yeah. I think it's later. It's not here. It's not. I feel like she's stormed. I, I, no, I think it does happen there, but if not, we'll still talk about it anyway. But um, it doesn't necessarily. We don't have to be in order, but I I believe that conversation happens, and then she storms out. Because then okay. she starts talking to Sir Christian Cole, or you could be right. It could have been middle, but basically she has that conversation being extremely upset about um, her having three children. Nope, you're right. Because we don't even, at this point, we technically don't even know that it was Sir Harwin's children. So you're right. So, yeah, I think it was after. Yeah, um, and I think there were some more comments that were made that makes me believe it was after too. Yeah. Because, no, you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're right. Because it was after, because we had to meet who the person was and he doesn't sir harwin doesn't see um rhaenyra until after the after she sees the queen because then remember they're in the the room they have that yeah, whole conversation and he's just like oh let me see him and then mm-hmm. it kind of was like hey that's your child like obviously we know which is also book accurate that's that also happened in the book so um that relationship was already like for was known so and plus, I mean, it was a dead giveaway. Why is she so reckless, though? I, you see, the thing is, I don't know. I feel like Rhaenyra, I feel, again, I don't feel, again, like from what we know of the character, right? From the first four episodes, 
first four episodes to this point or first five episodes um we know that she's you know she's trying to be like i guess making sure like she's pleasing enough people especially at the end of episode five where she's kind of like it's just my duty to have children but i also you have to believe that i don't think she like if they tried with Lenore, that it obviously wasn't going to work right like she he just i don't know if they could have forced it or if that's something she didn't want to do but clearly they were going to have to have children right you know you guys have an agreement you have an understanding that this you guys need to produce children yeah produce the children whatever it takes we saw from lady marge what was her name marjorie that yeah. was the the lengths that she was willing to to go to mm-hmm. she knew like bro get it done yeah. don't like and if you're gonna be out here having sex with knights i don't know if you have a thing for knights yeah but like why have their kids and yeah. put them at risk and th- the, your kids at risk i think like, she um in like and this is not defending Grenier. i think she believes that no one was going to question it right even though allison is is thinking what she expected i don't think she she was going to be like well you you can't go against my word on the hair so i believe she was using that power that she has to be like, you guys have to believe what I'm saying because this is who I am. Like, you know, but I mean? the Rainier that we know is so strategic and so logical. And so, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like from the, the previous episodes, we saw young, you y- I mean, Rainier right. being very, yeah, very smart and very like quick. Yeah. And so for her, and she still is, she mm-hmm. still is. But with this aspect of her life, I'm just so confused as to why she would be so like yeah. irresponsible. And I it just confuse. it doesn't go. It's not her character. I, yeah, I, I think it was, I believe it could have been the consideration of Lenore saying like, cause I th- like, th- this is what I was saying. Like where we could have used some like context and like story in like in the, that younger phase. And we may get it later, right? And they might just like, you know, dial it back. Mm-hmm. But I think something of like hearing an agreement of like, you're, you know, don't, like, um, I just can't, you know, have sex with a woman or like, you know, or him struggling to do it, right? I, if they would have shown- like, Bring a man in there real quick. Just real quick. Bring bring your, your friend, bro. You got, uh, There's ways. We saw it in Game of Thrones, bro. There are ways. Yes. I just- was- Mm-hmm. No, I, I, well, again, Game of Thrones would have been a, 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 a further along the timeline. You know, they probably got smarter with it because of the, yeah, because of these situations right here, because of the stories of these, uh, that's probably why, but, um, uh, they didn't do that. Also, if, I don't know if you, it, well, I did, in Game of Thrones, this is like a huge spoiler about House of the Dragons, but well, I won't say what it is, but. <laughs> Can you say it? What no, are you talking no, no, about? No, 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 because I, I, it's going to, it, it's literally like, it's pretty much like, I don't know. We'll talk about it off the, the podcast. I just don't want to say okay. it on here, but, um, okay. you know, and if everyone, if anyone wants to know, you can just ask me, but, um, Lenor, like, you know what I mean? I would think, uh, her like respect and just like appreciation for him to not force him to do that. Or they might've had some type of an agreement because clearly they had the, the sex agreement, right? Like when they were children, um, basically saying like, look, like, I don't want, like, clearly we don't have the same taste, like, or preference. So like, I'm going to go and do like, have sex. I 100% agree with you uh, with the, like, it's just messy to have it with knights. 
especially the ones who are closest to you, because clearly that's going to be like the first person that everyone goes to like, and you're also putting him in, in, in a certain situation and yourself and your kids just yeah. find a blonde bro yeah that, come on yeah, just, come on come on Rhaenyra yeah. bro find a blonde yeah. or she just again you could have generally just been in love with Sir Hart so that that's also a possibility but like I said that's something that I felt like should have been um if I had to like small picket I, I could have used an episode where that kind of stuff was established not that we needed it because obviously um you know, the drama, but I, I do feel like they could have established like a little bit of, hey, this is why this is happening. And this is why this intelligent character is not making a very intelligent decision. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. could have used that. So, um, but yeah, but with them, we see Sir Harwin very much caring for Rhaenyra and just the way that they look at each other without the words. So mm -hmm. I thought, um, I thought that was, was pretty good, like pretty cool. And um, just the way that they did all that, I thought was uh, pretty dope. And then, um, yeah, we see, then we go on to see the, the kids who are now grown. Aegon. Uh, who, <laughs> <laughs> and we will talk about Aegon because he's doing some stuff out there. Um, Aemond, uh, Aemond, right? Aemond? Aemond, I think, yeah. Aemond and Helena. So we see, the, we see Allison and Viserys' kids. And I love what they did there, right? Because clearly, even though Alicent is a, you know, not a Targaryen, but the, the Viserys's bloodline, like with the hair and everything like that, shows up in the kids, right? So it's just a great subtle thing that they did to show here's Rhaenyra's kids who are clearly not with the person she's supposed to be having children with. And here's right. Alicent's kids who are you know of the king's thing so it just adds a little bit more of that animosity and and you know spice to the whole bickering that they have right so i thought yes, that was really yes. cool um we see that um that uh rhaenyra's firstborn is getting his dragon um <laughs> yes yeah, so, this scene i was like yeah. oh my god here we go <laughs> yeah so we see rhaenyra's uh for rhaenyra's firstborn getting it which is very uh vermax and the dragons, oh, I cannot talk about how good the dragons look in this movie enough. They look I mean, so show, good. They look so good. They look so unique, which is basically what, you know, how they're original, like how they're supposed to be, like every dragon's supposed to look different. And I just thought that was amazing. So I'm um, seeing that, you know, they bring in the goat and basically the dragon riders, which I thought this was weird. And I don't know if you picked this up, but um, mm -hmm. when he was talking into, um, in High Valerian, the um, the Dragon Master, right? Yeah. Like, you know that, like, I know that they wanted the person to translate it, but if I listen, I watched the show with subtitles. <laughs> they were trying. The subtitles were also in um, in High Valerian. I don't know if okay. you noticed that. Yeah. I I did not. Like anytime he was talking, like the Dragon Master was talking, it was in High Valerian. <laughs> Like, and then the girl translated it. What? And I was like, what? why are we doing this? <laughs> like, what the heck? I was like, I, I, they might have changed it because I, you know, they, they do stuff like that. But I thought that was just interesting and funny when I saw it. And I was like, that is pretty funny. Because what, because I thought initially that he was just like, oh, they're going to translate it like they were doing for Rhaenyra right. and Damon's conversations. Like, oh, we're just going to see that yellow text. 
But then I, I noticed it was just white and I was like, okay. And then she translated <laughs> it and I was like, oh, okay, that's what we're doing. That makes sense now. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. So that part was funny. But um, we see him trying to command to let him know that you need to, you know, be forceful. Um, yes. And ha- be able to, so you can control this dragon. And then we see, uh, you know, the drag, the dragon burns the coat and just, you know, watch. I had to look away. You know, goes to town. Um, but we can see that there's some jealousy going around because Amond is not happy that he does mm-hmm. not have a dragon, and the kids, being kids, are going to go and make fun of him with a pig with wings. So okay. So my thing is, they brought the pig with the wings out of the dragon. Yeah. The dragon cave whatever mm-hmm. pit dragon pit how did that pig survive in there i don't know i think they might have had it locked up and who knows those kids probably you know they're kids they know the their limits and where they can put things and <laughs> yeah, stuff like i was that. like what the hell you know what i mean so um that was you know so they bring this his pig and we know that this makes us know that Eamon does not have a dragon which he would be the only one who doesn't have a dragon which clearly is going to be used later on uh, for information, right? Because you right. you don't just say something like that and just not confirm it, right? So um, once that happens, we see him be upset and try to go to the dragon's pit, and then we see another dragon in there and almost burns him, but obviously the dragon was smart enough because it notices who it was and then does it in the air opposed to, like, actually burning him, so... Um, Bro, it would have been dope if he just died in there. That would have been crazy. That would I think that would have been insane. I I would have loved to see what the outcome of that would have been. Just because <laughs> like it would have been crazy. Like yo, that's how you died. Like that's how you went out. Like you know, like what I mean? you're really just being a kid and being doing that. Yeah, like, just doing something dumb. And then but, you're dead. But no, <laughs> we did get a dragon death, which we will talk about later. But um, yeah. So that scene um, basically established the way that. Um, which I thought was interesting because we see how Aegon was with them, with his, with uh, Rhaenyra's kids, right? It wasn't very, uh, he was more like, I guess, what's the word I'm looking for? More like... He was buddy-buddy with them. Yeah, and he was like, he was just, ma- and then making fun of his his own brother, like, you right. know what I mean? So like, it shows that like they had a kind of like a connection there, right? That it wasn't something that was just like, oh, like, yeah, they're friends, like, you know what I mean? Or... Or our cousins at, at what, what would they? They would be Rhaenyra's yeah, nephews. But no, they're cousins. But those are Rhaenyra's brothers. Yeah, Rhaenyra's brothers. <laughs> because wait, what? Yeah, those. Oh are yeah, Rhaenyra. yeah, Rhaenyra's brothers. So yeah. then that would yeah. make him the, their their nephews. Their nephews. Nephews. Yeah, his nephews. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So he it would be his nephews, and then um so yeah it very much like he the older one and it it felt like that kind of like you know what i mean like they were just and then he's just picking on his brother so um obviously um they go up allison gets really go ahead yo allison was pissed yeah like i haven't seen her we i mean i guess we haven't seen her react in any way at all but Mm -hmm. like she was just like you know what? It's her fault. I, you Listen, know what? Go ahead. Yes, Go we're ahead. gonna get there. We're gonna get there because, like <laughs> I said, they, they, there's a lot. So when she goes upstairs, we finally meet Helena, which is the, the first time because she's doing basically like research and finding things, and it, it's very cool 
that scene for me was really cool. And it's because it showed me a young Allison, right? Like when the first couple of episodes, especially the first one, Allison was very much into her studies and her book and, mm -hmm. you know, being very descriptive with the way that she explained things. And for her daughter to be now doing the same thing, especially because like her daughter, like, and Viserys being very much also with the way that he's building things and making that, making her very observant. I thought that was really cool because of obviously who her, her parents are, right? Like it just, yeah, that she would be a very observant person. You know, I heard that in the books, she is very weird. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. they like, she's odd and she cares about like things that people don't usually care about, yeah. um, of her status and mm -hmm. like, I heard that they are very um, accurate with that. So that's cool. Yeah. yeah, they are very accurate with the 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 way that they represent her, especially in that first scene. We see one of the um, come in and say that like Eamon was there and he almost got burnt by a dragon. And Allison's very upset. And obviously Eamon's very upset because he's the only kid without a dragon. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? dude. And, I mean, I and, and we learned that like not a lot of people get dragons and yeah. it sucks that everybody around him has dragons. Yeah. Does, does Viserys have a dragon? Yeah, uh, Viserys does not have a dragon because that his dragon's the one that goes to Rhaenyra. Because That's why he's like that. That is why he's like that. But remember he says, um, Viserys says that he wasn't, he wasn't, he was never a dragon rider. Remember? No, I know. I'm yeah. not saying that he's salty. I'm just yeah. saying that that's why people don't respect him. Yeah, maybe, maybe it could be definitely play a part in it, uh, for sure. But because they seem like they respect Damon. Just yeah. saying. I mean, Damon. Like I, well, I feel like the one of the reasons with Viserys not ga getting that respect is also because no one, because everyone feels like he got it by default. Like you know what I mean? It's not like the you know obviously. Renee's was everyone's rightful choice, right? Because if the only like Renee's Renee's would have gotten chosen if she was a man that like, that's the only reason why she wasn't chosen. But as far as the, you know, what everyone talks about the realms and what's best for the realms and stuff like that, Renee's was clearly the best for the realm because she was already all of the things that are happening now, Renee's already did. She had a dragon. She married into someone who was high, what you call it, like, you mm -hmm. know, high, like she did all of that, like all of those things that were necessary that they're doing now, because look, Rhaenyra is, you know, united their families, but like Renee's did that first, like, you know what I mean? So I think people just don't have- Yeah, absolutely, yeah. dude. She, she could have, yes, she mm -hmm. was the obvious choice, but he, I feel like if he had a dragon, he would at least command- fear out of people yeah. and nobody feared nobody fears him you mm -hmm. know um we know that she should have been it but like it is what it is and you're yeah. the king like demand some respect you having your wife talking to you all kind of crazy mm -hmm. like coming in the meeting i can't you know what yeah, this is not i'm getting mad <laughs> yeah. so, um, so we see that whole thing happen um and then you know we see that whole thing and she's really upset saying like look you'll get your dragon at some point blah 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 and um, just trying to be very motherly and very comforting, but she's also pissed because she knows what Rhaenyra and and this is when that conversation happens. You're uh, with yep. with Alicent and Viserys. Uh, yep. so she goes into the room and basically is like, "This is unacceptable." Like, Aemon almost died because he's in search of a dragon, and we're out here giving dragon eggs to these kids that are not even, um, not even, uh, you know deservant of them like you know what i mean 
and she basically tries basically goes off right she's going yeah. off and she's upset that um this is this is the way that it is because you know she already feels a certain way and we know how she feels about it because she feels like she was lied to right by Rhaenyra which I explained in the last episode of this where like she shouldn't feel the way that she does I just feel like she's very jealous at this point of what Rhaenyra is and who Rhaenyra is and the fact that Rhaenyra shows this strength that she cannot and she's very especially because we can see that in the in what the last episode was when she was just basically like just having sex to have sex and didn't have any real freedom right and I feel like she resents that from Rhaenyra because Rhaenyra is what she wants to be you know and and what yeah I can see that but also that's your friend it was at least it was your friend you yeah. know what I'm saying like until you she don't lied want... and didn't say anything about her fucking her dad <laughs> well here's the thing here's the thing everybody's wrong here everybody is everybody is wrong here and you i just i don't understand why like i said in the beginning i don't understand why she's so invested mm -hmm. why are you so invested because this well now i feel and she's using the excuse of good mm -hmm. and evil here when she was talking to sir christian cole yep. i was just like you're you, this is your own personal agenda yes this is a personal thing and you're turning it into something that it's not yes. and i just i just feel like if you would have been straightforward and said you know what i'm saying like just saying what you need to say to the appropriate parties Renewal. it wouldn't have to be this exactly yeah. it wouldn't have to be this way like you're 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 wanting the realm to be this certain thing but then here you are gossiping to a knight what yes. is what god gossiping to what's his face what's the other guy's name lars which lars <laughs> like you're you're having dinners with him for 10 years and you don't know the man already you don't know what he's capable of come yeah. on bro so yeah for me i think also just allison I feel that my problem, my biggest issue with Alicent is the fact that she has convinced herself that she's done nothing wrong. And right. that's what my issue is. And she shows that so much in this episode, which is great because obviously like that's what she's supposed to do. Like we need that kind of energy because it just doesn't, it doesn't hit the same if she doesn't feel the way that she feels. Right. But for me, it's just, I, I can't, understand why to her she's of the belief that she did no wrong right and that oh i was chosen that was your father's decision that she's just completely washed away that this was done for her father because her father told her to do this and wasn't done by her own choice and then because the good things that came with it and felt like she could start making decisions because we show we saw her have those little flashes of you know being able to show her power right like when the when they're at the tree right with Rhaenyra yeah. and the she's like stop because I'm the queen like you know what I mean and we can see her becoming more upset like of that but I also think she's really frustrated now because she knows the whole circumstance right and the fact that, which she alludes to later on, when she gets upset about the whole hand situation, right? And the fact that she was like, oh, but my father would have taken my side, right? Because she doesn't have anyone. And she feels like the last message that she got from her father was basically like, look, you need to get Rhaenyra out of there as soon as you can, 
because now she could come for your children. And like you said, I feel if that conversation was had earlier in the, the thing and she just believed in Rhaenyra like she did in episode one, this wouldn't have been an issue. Like, you know what of I mean? Of course not. She's just not straightforward. And we can place the blame on everybody here, mm-hmm. but she needs to take some accountability, bro. Yes. And she, you know what the thing is? She is going to take accountability now mm-hmm. because of everything that happened oh. with, um, what's it? So we're getting that's, there. But um, like, yeah, she has that whole conversation with Viserys being upset, saying like to have three children out of wetlock um, without, you know, the people that it's supposed to be, this is an issue. And like, we should see that as an issue. And then Viserys being, very thoughtful in this situation because he's like well what do you like what do you really want like the accusations that you're making if we can't prove this like what type of shit storm do you think we're going to be in right like what are you trying to pull lady <laughs> yeah what do you want you want everybody to just die do you understand no. like what you're trying to do here like what are you what are you looking for yeah. we know Honestly. what she wants she wants aegon to be the um you know the the air like that was the why he's out here why he's in the window fapping in the wind on on the on the commoners heads bro that's okay yeah all right so that's what she wants and that's what she wants not for herself but that's because what her father told her that should be the rightful person because you know what i mean that's what she said because his her father was very clear in the old ways of saying like rainier should not be the heir it should be a man like, you know what I mean? And he's very set on that. And he put that into Allison. So Allison feels this like, oh, I'm supposed to make this happen any way that I can make this happen. Yeah, you it's a I mean? very, like, it's a generational trauma passed down to yeah. everybody. Mm-hmm. It's their dad passing it down to them, their mm-hmm. fathers passing it down to them, and them passing it on, on to their kids. Mm-hmm. She, she basically told her son, like, they're trying to kill you. You need to, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, they're pitting there. They have no chance. Yeah. They have to be, they have to be enemies yeah. at this point. And like that's the problem, right? Because I feel like you hit it right on the head, the generational thing, right? Because like, there is no proof or evidence that Rhaenyra was going to even challenge her in that sense, right? Like no proof, no None. proof, nothing. Because I feel, and like we said, if this conversation happened earlier, right? And Rhaenyra originally, we knew that Rhaenyra didn't want children. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because she said that, you know what I mean? And I feel like, again, I feel like she's having the children just based off of that's what she feels is right for the realms. And so that she has heirs or whatever. I could totally see a conversation if they were, you know, in like real conversations where she would have been like, okay, like if I die, like I have no problem handing it off to Aegon. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's my brother. Like, you know what I mean? I don't, if that relationship would have been built as a brother opposed to someone else seeing the thing, be like, I felt like that would have, you know, worked out later on. You know what I mean? But because, every, yeah. like every relationship that I've had that has failed is because of a lack of communication. Yeah. That's exactly what is happening here. Mm-hmm. Like, they just don't, they don't say the right things to the right people at all. Yeah. Like, 100%. Allison going around saying that everything that she wants to say yeah. to people that won't help yeah. in and, any way. Like, how people, could that be helpful? And people who are already bitter, like Sir Cole clearly experienced by calling. <laughs> Rhaenyra yo, she, he word. said, yo, he said that 
cunt. She looks at him like, wait, what did you just do? We, like, let's not get carried yeah, away here. Getting, and I mean, and listen, as a man, typical man, right? Like just being upset with a decision that wasn't yours. And now you're mad at the person for denying you. And now you're calling her names. <laughs> Like, we're stepping like, over stepping like you know what i mean like no. oh because she didn't want to run away with you and like give up like what it like which she told you from the jump you knew she that did. about her character you knew how she felt about the realms you knew that she felt like she needed to succeed as a woman in being the first woman to do this why do you think you she was going to give that up for you bro like like and go be a peasant where where go be some peasant with you where like i mean it was a step she said i she said sir i am white do you see bro. me look at this look at my hair i am white she said i am the crown <laughs> like i am not dornish what is wrong with you on top of that you and her both saw the damn heart meaning she is the rightful heir why aren't you listening to those symbols? Why did you think after she saw that she was going to go with you into the, like, you know, a place that she has no, like she believes genuinely, even especially after that, that she is the rightful heir. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand. So Sir Kobe having this whole trot, like upsetness just does rub, rubs me the wrong way the whole time because you knew it's not like she didn't establish this to you. You knew. And then we could see that this um, animosity has led up to the kids, the children, mm. the children, not the children, <laughs> the children, mm. as they're fighting training, we see, you know, circle being very helpful for um, Allison's children, not so helpful for Rhaenyra's children. And we see Sir Harwin taking a look to see what's going on because clearly that's his kids. And he wants to make sure his kids are protected. So here's my thing about this. Mm -hmm. you, he didn't think that was very obvious. Aren't you like the commander? But you see, what is his official title again? He was the officer of the of the something. Like he's he's pretty big. Like pretty much the he, army. Like the the army right. that's there. He's like the, the you don't have things to do. Yeah. What there? What? And what? I get why he's there. Obviously, he's taking a look at his children. Right. That's like, pretty obvious, bro. You don't have anything else to do, bro. Yes. But I think, you know, obviously we need, we needed him to do this, right? Because we need that drama. Captain, here it is. Here's captain in the city, captain of the city watch, bro. Yeah. The city watch. Yes. That's what it is. The city watch. And you are here watching some kids train and you don't think that's obvious. Well, you yeah. don't think anybody's going to give you a second look. Well, I mean, you know, he, but the thing is everyone knows, right? Like the only people who are not like, Obviously, it's just not being said out loud, but everyone knows because clearly Sir Christian Cole knows because he's there like, bruh, you know, he, he's showing that animosity. And obviously he knew that it would trigger something, right? Because he's like, well, let's have them fight then. Like, you know what I mean? He's the one saying like, oh, if you feel like I'm not training them, right? Like, blah, blah, blah. So he knew he was going to have a reaction for his well, yeah, that was that was the entire point yeah. to see if he would react or not. And mm -hmm. yeah, he got his he yeah, got his wish. He, he, he didn't even fight back. Yeah. <laughs> he did not. Yeah, that wasn't even the point. I mean, like he, he ended it with that's what I thought. Like you know right, I mean? like so. Um, yeah, that that whole that, that whole situation led to, um, obviously Viserys saw it, um, and then he had to, and th this is what we were talking about, right? Where Sir Harwin does that situation, he has that whole um, that whole 
escapade down there. But now his father now feels a way because, which is for me has always been the rightful hand anyway, right? Even when Otto was in the picture, I felt like Sir um, Strong gave all the information, like the right information. Whether we agreed with it or not, I genuinely feel like he was always saying the right thing, right? Like Sure, but he caused all of this. What, um, will Leno? The dad? The daddy, yeah. Huh? He caused, because I feel like, okay, remember that Sir Christian Cole, not, not too, I mean, I guess 10 years ago, beat the hell out of somebody in the middle of the, the pre-wedding, okay? Yeah. Nothing happened to him. If anything, he got a damn promotion, Okay, mm-hmm. nothing happened to him. And then you, you know, gave a you commander of the city watch gave a couple backhands to Sir Christian Cole, and that has sullied your house. Like I, I don't understand. Like it would be fine if he would have just left it alone. The king was fine with it. Like no, leave it alone. Yeah, but I think no, no, no. See, this is I think with Lionel, the way that he felt about it is because he knows that Harwin is, you know, having children with Rhaenyra. And that's what but he, like you said, everybody knows, and he yeah. was fine with it. No, no, but I, I don't think he was ever fine with it. I think he, I think Lionel, he had an issue with it and saying like, you can't do this to our house because if someone finds out, because that whole conversation that they have when Rhaenyra walks in on them, like basically like what's like what's going on. He's not. He's saying like, look, the issue is like you can't continuously do this. Like he probably, which leads me to believe that they had this conversation already and then Harun was doing it anyway. Well, yeah, I feel like when I say fine with it, I don't mean like he was like, all right, yeah, do whatever you want. But like, he wasn't going to excommunicate Harwin is what I mean. Like Viserys was not going to, nothing was going to happen. Like, I don't know. I just feel like if Sir Christian Cole can get away with such like, like in your face, like something is going on here in the middle of a pre-wedding, then you could, nope, nobody really saw that, but y'all, you know, that would have been okay. But I think the queen had something to do. Cause like you said in earlier episodes of this, like the queen has Viserys's ear, especially in that, that 10 years ago timeframe. So she could have clearly said something to him, which is what caused, you know, this whole thing for it to be accepted. Like, you know what I mean? Because I think there's, again, this is what I'm saying. With those time frames in, in, in between, that 10 years, we could have totally used, like, a couple of episodes of, like, just ironing things out, in my opinion. You know? Yeah, so, yeah. But, like, when Lionel went in there mm-hmm. to talk about, like, everything that happened and, like, resign. Yeah. Allison, what are you still doing in here? Well, um, she, that's what we said, though. She's always been there she's plotting because she knows that because of that information right because which we find out she's been talking to lars which is how she pretty much knows anyway right because that that's i mean besides the obvious like the appearance and stuff like that i feel like she only knows that it's harwin because of lars yeah but i mean she's been having like these dinners or whatever with him lars is telling her the tea basically like look my brother is is the one having sex with Rhaenyra and that's how the children are being made. Like mm-hmm. they, 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 I felt like they kind of really let us know that without having to say it. Right. Like they kind of just like, this is how he, she's getting all this information. So I think with that being said and him kind of being her personal hand, do you know what I mean? Um, he basically was like, well, he probably gave her the heads up. Like, look, 
my father is feeling a certain way because we don't know how Lars is getting his information. We just know this guy is very resourceful and we thought Otto was the, the little finger, but clearly it's Lars. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't, he's cutting tongues out here, he, okay? He's tongues. out here, okay? So he does all that and then basically, you know, that I think he tells her and then so that's why she's still there and Viserys is not going to be like, can you know, can you leave? Like, you know what I mean? Because we know how Alicent is with we know their relationship. So during that whole time where he's going to re resign, she's kind of like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, this is going to happen. I'm going to get my father back in here. Like, that's my whole goal because now I'm going to get everything I wanted to, which is why after the whole conversation where Viserys is like, yo, like, you know, you don't have to go. You don't have to do this. Like, you don't have to leave. Um, We're just, you know, and then when he offers up the ultimatum, when Lionel off offers it, he basically is just like, okay, cool. We can do that then. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and, and like you said earlier, it's the whole reason why, um, what happens later on in the episode happens is because Allison relays that information to Lars. Idiot. So, yeah. So, but before we get into that whole like spinoff, we didn't even, we, we didn't even talk about Damon. So. <laughs> oh, poor so, Damon, dude. So, yeah. So we have to get into Damon and, uh, um, Lena because, you know, they're having children, they're having, you know, they're often, uh, um, Pentos, uh, where they're basically just, you know, it, it, not in, they're in love, but you know, it's not really what Damon wants. He's having children. He's got two girls. I don't girls. think they're in love anymore. No, no. <laughs> I think that's, yeah. that ship has, it's has sailed. <laughs> they're, they're having really cool moments where they're flying over with their dragons, stuff like that. Damon clearly cares for his children though, which I loved to see, right? Like, He's very, very gentle with them. Like the, you know, the character. Yeah, and like teaching yeah. them high Valyrian is mm -hmm. so cute. Yeah, like he's very gentle with them. And I think that's awesome. Just the way, like to show that, especially from what we know of Damon, where he basically was like this, you know, prince who was basically like running off and just like doing stuff and doing crazy things. To see him with, uh, have like those moments with his children and just trying to think of what the best interest is, even though that's not what Lena wanted. Um, mm -hmm. But he's clearly having a vision where, like, I don't want to do all this anymore. Like, you know what I mean? Where he's just like, I, it just doesn't feel right for me to do this. Like, I'm okay with just drinking wine and getting paid to stay here and things like that. Like, he doesn't want to deal with any of the politics anymore because he's heartbroken by it. You know what I mean? Like, when we really, like, break it down... He's really like Lena is not the person you wanted to marry, right? Like, um, I mean, he's been excommunicated twice. He's been excommunicated. He's no longer at the Dragon's Keep, which is where he wanted to be anyway. Like, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So he's clearly not there anymore. So he just like I, you could genuinely feel, and this is why Matt, like Matt Smith is great. Like, you can genuinely feel he's just tired. Like, he's just like all of this is just not good for me. Like, this none of this is working. Like, any everything that I thought of or everything that I've wanted is not working for me, you know? And, um, see the, the, um, the comparison between him and, um, Rhaenyra, they're mm -hmm. both kind of struggling with the same thing. Yes. Like they, they're still not getting what they want. Yes. Um, and I really think that all of this turmoil and heartbreak for both of them mm -hmm. is going to bring them together. Just saying, yeah. um, so yeah, I don't know. I, they, they both wanted the same thing to be free, to be this, to be that, to be, you know, the succession of it all and the, mm -hmm. all of it. And it's just like, not, not 
planning out the way that they thought. It's really sad, especially yeah. for Rhaenyra, in yeah. my opinion. It, it is really sad because then we see, you know, and Lena's pregnant. And she, the thing about Lena that I um, thought was really keen, like really cool that she basically during through all of that, like that's not what she wanted. She clearly wanted a life for her children to be with, you know, her father, her brother. And mm -hmm. um, they kind of alluded to that th throughout the episode, right? Just like when they went back to cut to them where she's just like, I want this, like one of these things um, and not to be isolated. Like, you know what I mean? She wanted to raise them. Uh, she's also pregnant. So, um, the, you know, all of that is happening. And just the way she's speaking to her children, she kind of wants, she wanted more for them so that they could live in this, you know, in that hierarchy, like lifestyle, like, you know what I mean? Which is what Damon does not want. Um, so we see that, that butting heads between that, but she understood that like the person she like, cause she said she fell in love with the Damon that we know from the first four episodes, first five episodes and being Thanks. that person who had a, <laughs> and having, being the person who has that like will to want more and things like that, like yeah. that's who she wanted. But like, she understood that that's not the person that he is anymore, like what is anymore and she was just like, she's come to terms with being the person that she's not, that he's not in love with. Like, she's already accepted that, which is, was sad. Like, you know what I mean? Because like, she's just, you know, she understands this whole relationship, but she, you know, just wants a little bit more from it because she's not getting exactly the love that she thought she would be getting. Right. And kind of wants yeah. to confine in the family for it. Right. Um, I don't know about their relationship in the books, but I have heard a little bit about it and i think it's pretty accurate um mm -hmm. they don't go into their backstory too yeah. much um in the show but i did hear that they were not necessarily supposed to get married i have to look into that a little bit more yeah. um but um lord corliss kind of like pushed for it mm -hmm. um and they obviously had like a tenuous relationship in the beginning yeah, like when they... we saw them or whatever so I want to look more into their relationship because I hear that it's complicated and it's really interesting. So I do yeah. want to read the book. Yeah, I think it very, and, and I mean, the books are pretty much like they, they've been very accurate with certain, the, like besides the things that they've added, like they, with people's relationships that are in the book, um, mm -hmm. they've been really accurate with those, like how they, like how you see things. Cause we can clearly see that th this is a complicated relationship because one person is not in, in fully in love with, what's going on and the other one wants something like understands that and i felt like they they portrayed that perfectly like lena portrays the the mother or the you know the wife that understands that her husband doesn't love her or i wasn't her his first choice you know what i mean mm -hmm. and she portrays that in the time that we we have her so um oh my god my worst yeah. nightmare that is my worst so nightmare. yeah so we see her having a baby um or she goes into birth uh, and she's trying to push out the child. And what made me so sad about this scene was the doctor, right? Because the doctor comes in and says, like, I've failed at my craft. Like, mm -hmm. like I can't do this anymore. Like, mm -hmm. it's sad, but he's just like, look, I can't even like this is because he feels like he's doing him wrong. Like, you know what I mean? And him like portraying that being so sad. Like it hurt me. Like I was like, bruh, like, damn, he's, he yeah. really came out I, here and was just like, my was, art. <laughs> yeah. I was hurt too. Yeah. I felt like, you know, it's just this, 
the same thing again him mm-hmm. having the same moment as his brother with with, it, yeah. um, with Emma and I was just like man he, it's literally the exact same situation yeah. but it shows the differences between the women and like yeah. what it is that that they are willing to do and mm-hmm. uh, the way that they want to go and you know Emma yeah. had had enough she was I mean it was it and she had enough in a different way you know she was just like I no. I we said we heard her say I want a dragon rider's death what more I mean. Yeah. Well, I don't, Emma didn't have a choice. <laughs> there was no, no choice she, for Emma. Yeah, she had no choice. But, um, no choice. but yeah. Um, I mean, technically, you know what I'm saying? This girl snuck the hell out of there. She, no, she's, she, but, she slipped right past Damon. I don't know. <laughs> but no, Lena showed that she knew what was going on. And I think that was the difference. Like, she understood, like, if this baby can't come out of me, like, that's it. Like, I'm going to die. Like, yeah, she, I'm going to die. She understood that fully. So, and, like and she said, said, I'm not gonna sit here and oh, suffer. No. So yeah. she was like, I'm not suffering, and you're not um you're not gonna make the choice whether I die or not. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's just not happening. So, like, I'm going to go, and my mm-hmm. child is going with me, and I'm going to go the way that I want to go, which is by Dragonfire, which I thought <sighs> was very symbolic, but man, did and then I got hurt again. Because of the way the dragon reacted. Like I was sobbing. He like the dragon was so like hurt. He was like, You really want me to do that? Like are yeah. you saying the right word? Yeah. Are you saying say it again? Mm-hmm. Say it again? Say yeah. that word again? Like I the thing about it, okay, here's another thing that I heard. Um, her dragon is apparently very, very old, one of the mm-hmm. oldest ones. And so he's not as like um what's the word that I'm like agile as the yeah. other dragons, especially mm-hmm. her husband's dragon. Yeah. And so the look on his face was like a combination of him being bold yeah. and him having a bond with his rider. And yeah. it's just like broke me yeah, it, because <laughs> the way, the way that people Valerians or um, um, Targaryens have dragons or like, care for their dragon or get a dragon to um accept them and allow them to ride is a very like long and complicated Mm -hmm. thing and so for her to have this bond with a dragon which they don't really show i mean they didn't show at all they just really showed her riding Mm -hmm. and i guess he she kind of explained it to her daughter a little bit too um in that scene with the egg but what they don't really show in the in the show is that it it takes a really long time to get there. And it's one of the strongest bonds you can have because yeah. this powerful being is like, a, is being vulnerable to a, a human being, you yeah. know, it's, it's really, it's a really intricate um, relationship. And so for her to die at the dragon's fire is mm-hmm. just heart wrenching. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> and the, the thing that I do think with the show though, it, it does, because we we've alluded like we've kind of foreshadowed this and i thought this was again this is why this shows like the way that they do things and the way that like they think about how things are going to work like we saw that beginning relationship right with how a dragon and their rider are going to be right clearly they're both like not you know both young the um when we saw um jacaris and um his dragon basically starting that process of trying to build that bond right and so now see it at the end where we see this relationship that's already been established 
and you know this love that they've had for each other and like clearly like you know the care that the dragon has it's just so cool to see that and we know that the dragons feel certain ways because remember when um Rhaenyra when Rhaenyra is saying you know drops off and says like and you guys want to be careful because you know my dragon like Cyrax will, will handle the situation if you right. if you do any harm so it it pained you could see the pain in the dragon right just being like because but he has to like has to listen because that's what they're he's like I want I'm ordering you to do something like you have to do it you know what I mean and I think that he could also sense that she was gonna die yeah, mm -hmm. yeah absolutely. and so like it's almost like let me put her out of her misery mm -hmm. you know like and so i don't think it was so much of a command but it's just like yeah like okay yeah. i'm gonna do it for you because i love you and it that's what really made me like yeah. oh my god and it's sick we've seen that before because it's the same thing with danny right like right when the same thing happened to danny and we saw how the dragon reacted so yeah. um yeah so just that whole culmination with that is so cool and then i mean just Damon coming out like because I and and this is where I like you know that caring part of Damon because like he didn't really want that like that's not what he wanted to happen right like he understood that it had to happen you know what I mean but it's not what his like ideal situation was going to be right so no and but then, he knew that if she was gonna die this is yeah. the way she would want to oh, go absolutely because she yeah absolutely and then him having to console the children too and now he's in a a thought process of like, what am I going to do next? And I thought that was a good way of leaving that story. Like, what yeah. is he going to do next? Right. And then mm -hmm. we find out that through all the drama that's happening over the, uh, there, that um, Rhaenyra is finally tells Lenor, like, look, because Lenor is there saying, I don't want to do the, like, do what we're doing. Like, you know what I mean? I want to be out and see. So when he hears about the Stepstone battle, He's like, yes, finally a chance to go out and do the things that I want to do, right? Yeah. And Rhaenyra is clearly hurt by this because we see Sir Harwin is is leaving to go, um, you know, stay in charge of the house while until he's he takes it up, and then um, she's basically feeling lonely. She also just said, I don't. Again, I'm bad with the time frame. I don't remember if this was before the meeting. Or after the meeting the i think it was the, after yeah so but we know that meeting that they had where basically rhaenyra put herself in a vulnerable position right saying to allison like listen we need to have um my first child marry your daughter right and so that we can <laughs> finally unite the house and Viserys is all about it. He was so all about happy. it. So happy. He was just like, oh, sounds like a yeah. great offer. What and do you think? Alicent also being so petty when Sir um when uh what's his name? When uh Lionel is basically like like, yeah, that I think that's a good like he was basically saying, Yeah, that's a good idea. And she goes, Of course you would say like under her breath, yeah. she's like, of course you would say that. Like, like, you know come I mean? on, like, like you're please. first of, like, Allison, you're not even supposed to be in the room right now, and you're acting crazy. What are you doing? Like, you're not even supposed to be here. You're right. not even supposed to be here, and you're acting so wild. Right. Like, first of all, you don't know anything about anything. Okay. Right. Everything that Rhaenyra is saying about um the triarchy yeah. and what the is it? Stones? Is it? 
No, not the Stepstones. Um, she. Who is it? Oh my God! Is it Dorn? Which is one? it Dorn? The, the alliance with the with the triarchy. Oh my God! Do I have to look this up? There's an alliance that's building with the triarchy, like a free city. I, I think it was yeah, Dorn. Yeah. But no, I'm. Um, talking, they're talking about the battle of uh, going back to Stepstone because the whole argument became because they were like, well, we didn't. Um, the stuff at Stepstones, like the yeah, like you were saying, yes, there's going to be a new. Um, like a new alliance, but b- that's because they left the stepstones unprotected. Right. And so, then, but where? What is the city that's going to have the alliance with the triarchy? I don't remember. I just is know it, stepstones. Is it Dorne or Bravos? It's something. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, so yes, in that whole conversation, she was saying everything correctly. Mm-hmm. Rhaenyra knows about strategy, bro. She knows about the politics. She knows about like what it is you're supposed to do. And here she is trying to insert Allison, trying to insert herself in a conversation she does not belong in, in mm-hmm. any way, shape, or form. You're the queen. Get back to your chambers and get your feet rubbed and stop interjecting, bro. It's not your place. Mm-hmm. And this this moron, her husband, is just letting her say what I just don't understand, bro. I really don't get it. Yes, and this is the thing though. That's what I that's why I was saying what I said earlier about her just being jealous of Rhaenyra because of things like this, right? Where she said a point, right? And Rhaenyra quickly had a reason on why she was wrong. Like right. it was, oh. Well, we don't have the resources. And he was like, and she, like, Rhaenyra was like, no, we do. It's just everyone turned a blind eye to it because after it was Damon won that battle, no one put any resources there or no one did anything like that. And now we're left with this situation because you guys didn't take care of this 10 years ago. Like, she's like, you, you thought that we didn't have resources yeah. then? Oh, now we're at war. So now what? Yeah. What now? Like, where are the resources now? Like, okay. come on, like, stop. You, you're you acting as though you have, like, some kind of say. You don't mm-hmm. have any say. You don't know what you're talking about. You're stupid. Yeah. Shut up. Like, why are you in the room? It's just like, when I was watching that, I was just like, somebody say something to her. Yeah. Somebody, please. But then, after that, I think Rhaenyra made a very big, and and she, and I Rhaenyra made a very big, like, you know, she kind of swallowed her pride there, right, in that situation. I mean, yes, yeah. her circumstances totally made her do that. But, yeah, her back is against the wall, bro. But also, it still takes a lot for her to even consider what she wanted to consider, right? So The thing is, when you're a mother of children, you'll do yeah. what it takes. Yeah, so she's like, listen, let's marry our thing, our kids. Let's, ha- you know, unite, the, unite our family. And then Allison, which is, again... What we are supposed to be doing here is what's best for the realm. That is 100% what was best for the realm. In, yeah. the, in the situation that we're in now, that's totally what was best for the realm. Because regardless, both of your families will be on the top. Both of them will be in charge, like, you know, the Iron Throne. Doesn't necessarily matter who's on there. Clearly, it still does because people feel some type of way about that. But Clearly, that was the best decision because clearly, Allison, you're not going to get what you think you need, right? So Viserys was all about it. Allison's it's- like, we'll think about it. <laughs> and she offered you a dragon's egg for your kid who doesn't have a dragon's egg. Are you dumb? Are you dumb? Take the dragon egg. Take the take the deal, bro. Like everything that she does is so extra wrong. 
it's so it's just for personal it's just Game. a personal vendetta yeah. it's not even about like anything it's not about this right or wrong that she's nope. wanting everybody to believe it's not that you were lied to and you didn't talk about it to your friend yeah. and so now you're pissed and so like she's giving you she's waving the white flag she's extending the olive branch and you're not taking it because you're so petty yeah you're just petty she's petty at this point doesn't want to take it now because she's just like uh, you know, Aegon is the person who wants to be there because like, again, her father told her that. So now she's carrying out the plan like she's always been doing since episode one. So this is not shocking to me <laughs> with this character, but I mean, she used to be nice. She, yeah. It's shocking to me. She used to be my favorite. Now she's my least favorite. Yeah. I, don't I like Damon more than her now. Listen, I don't know. Like, I still like the character because she, <laughs> because of what, like, She's going through what she feels like she had, like we need that. Like, you know what I mean? But like, even, even back in the earlier episodes, like it was the same, like she didn't, she was always doing what her father told her to do. It wasn't very much making her own decision, which is why, like, I, I feel she has that animosity towards Rhaenyra because Rhaenyra has always been a person who's been allowed to be and allowed and herself is a free spirited person. And Allison wants that and she thought by being the queen that would help get her that but clearly Rhaenyra is still in the way and still getting what she wants and she feels some type of way about that yeah well she can't have everything she wants she's already she's already in the council meetings which is Mm -hmm. weird she's already sitting in the chambers as somebody is trying to resign like which is weird she's doing whatever she's having these dinners She's, she's making decisions. She's doing everything that she wants to do. I guess just not, she's just not able to have sex with whoever she wants to have sex with. Is that her issue? Well, she's like, also, what? I think it's also because she's not getting the credit for what she's doing. And I feel like she feels like a lot of that plays a part in this. Like that's something that they strive for in the, in this, in these styles of show. Like they want to be the, per- like, like I said, her having Aegon as the hair, that matter, like that matters to her. Like, you know what I mean? Like that, like everything is about family and how people perceive your family. And like, so her having a son that is, you know, on the iron throne, that's meaningful to her. Like, you no, know what of, I mean? Of course so. it's meaningful to her, but I just feel like if it were that meaningful to her, she would have taken the offer. Yes, but I don't, but the, again, she feels that Aegon is the rightful heir. That's what she feels because that's what she's been told by her father. Be- I mean, I, I guess so. But at the end of the day, like, okay, I don't know. I just, the way that she goes about it is just, no, yeah. she, Awful. she, it's, it's pretty bad because she doesn't like that. Rhaenyra is being sneaky, but like, what are you doing? Very sneaky. You're being super sneaky. Which we like. Will. That's the whole problem that you have with your your ex best friend. But now you're going around doing the exact same thing. Like, I mean, I guess you're not spreading your legs or whatever. But at the end of the day, like, you're spreading your lips to anybody who will listen to you. I saw the best meme, and one of the memes were saying Allison is only jealous because she can't have a hot hot girl summer like Rhaenyra. Right. That's what, that's what I'm trying to say. Like you're saying whatever you want to say in the sneakiest way. You're trying to get people's kids killed. Yeah. Like you, you really wanted, um, what's it? Lord Lionel or whatever his name yeah. is. You really wanted him to outright say it. Yeah. Like you wanted him to do that. Then what do you think what the consequence would have been? Again. Everybody, everybody dead. Like, come on, bro. 
there's a yeah, major con and and that's what the thing what Viserys was saying. You don't understand the consequence of the allegations that you are making. Like and that's why he presented it that way. And then we see her be upset. We see that conversation with Lars happen. Lars basically saying, look, this is what you need to basically regain control of the situation. He also <laughs> takes it upon himself to go, well, she suggested something, basically didn't say that she wanted to, but she should, uh, like we were saying earlier, and like you said, she should have known who she was talking to. Because yeah, clearly that's super real. we know that this dude is a little bit off. We clearly have stated that from the first conversation that they had in episode four, um, in the last episode, when she was talking about the whole, um, the, the tea and stuff like that. So you clearly knew uh, like what type of character you were dealing with. And then, you know, just to give him even the slightest push of a reason should have been enough to know that he was going to find a way to do what he needed to do in order to be indebted by you. Like, you know, what yeah. I mean? because it's kind of hard to believe that somebody would have their own father and brother killed. So I give her that. Like, I don't know if she would have expected that or wanted that. I don't think that she would have wanted no, no. that. I don't think she but wanted that. I don't think I, I mean, I, she's smarter than this to know. I think she would. I think after 10 years of knowing this dude and exchanging the kind of information you guys exchange, and I'm sure you've seen him do some slimy, grimy stuff on the side, like. I think that you knew whatever was going to happen wasn't going to be good yeah. for sure. But she was also at that point, which is what I loved about this is that we went through an emotional, like with her, like she went through emotionally being upset the whole time throughout this whole episode. And it drove, like they wanted us to be, like, say like this drove her like, you know, to start having these conversations and things like that. Right. Because She's bit, she's not getting anything she wanted throughout the episode, right? Like she doesn't want to, uh, Rhaenyra, like she didn't want, um, her son to not have a dragon's egg. She didn't want Rhaenyra to be having enough, being able to get away with having a child that's not with her husband. She didn't want, um, you know, uh, what's his name? Lionel as the hand, like all she's throughout the whole episode has just not gotten anything she wanted. So yeah, to yeah. now con like confine and have that conversation, it makes you believe that she was to even get to the point that where she was, she was so frustrated that I think it didn't even like, cause I, like you said, I believe she knows, but like, she's so emotionally defeated at this point that she's just spewing out stuff. And then he took it as, okay, well, this is an opportunity. He gets some thieves. He cuts out some tongues so they can't say shit which is smart. <laughs> you know what I mean? They can right. never say anything. And even if they were to get caught, no one would ever understand what they were, were going to say. So I thought that was just you know, a whole genius plan within itself. And then I he, guess they're, I guess they're illiterate too. They can't write anything down. Yeah, nothing. I have nothing because they would have been, um, they would have been, uh, people of the lower parts of the city anyway. So they would have and never had like any of that type of edu like education or any of that. So, yeah. yeah, so then, you know, he pretty much strategically planned that they go ahead and kill the father and his brother. And then the thing is, like you said, I'm she, Allison was legit shocked because she's just like, damn, like you really killed them. Like, <laughs> that's, that's insane. Like, you know what I mean? But also he basically l laid out his groundwork and said, look, like, well, now you, you know, you kind of owe me something now. Like I did 
this for you because you're the queen and you asked me to do this. Like, you know what I mean? At least that's how he presented it. Right. So he's like, you're in my favor. Like you can send out that thing to your father so he can come back. Like all of that is because of me. So now when I come knocking for my favor, you got to make sure it's there, you know? So it it adds another element to the show that we all needed, right? Like just to add to the drama, add to things, because she's going to feel guilty about this, right? Like, yeah, and that's what you get. mm -hmm. That's what you get. You scumbag. That's what you get. She's gonna feel guilty about this. Um, Rhaenyra had doesn't, from what I'm understanding, Rhaenyra doesn't know that yet, uh, because they they her and um, they leave for Dragon's Keep, so. Which is another really emotional scene because she's basically like, why was I here this whole time? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, she knew that she she was the, you know, rightful heir and that Dragon Keeps was something that was for her. Like, you know what I mean? And she realizes it after she told Lionel, um, not Lionel, um, gosh, why am I forgetting his name? Uh, Lenor. Well, after he told Lenor, like, you know, I order you to stay with me. Like, you have to stay by my side. Like, you know what I mean? Because she needed someone, right? And um, she basically then, after that, has that whole conversation. We see Lenore's, like, lover pretty much there, too. And she's like, we have to go. Like, I have no idea why I was here this whole time. Everyone looks at us like we're, you know, ridiculous. And, like, I need us to, we need to get out of here. Like, you know what I mean? And that's yeah. pretty much what, you know, which is makes sense. Because, like, why were the, why was she there that whole time? Like, you know what I mean? Especially <laughs> when you were doing things that you know you weren't supposed to do. And then there's just just area that you could have just done whatever you wanted inside right. of your own kingdom. Like, you know what I mean? Right. So um, I'm glad she came to that realization. She says to bring him um, so, you know, that he's happy also. And then we see that beautiful shot of basically hit like them looking at it. But also yeah. the heartbreaking shot was the ring, right? Because the ring gets oh. left with Viserys and he's just like, you know, realizes his daughter is gone. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I thought that was, was really sad. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just, and then they show the rat. Yeah. Which then is, they show the rat, like just, just, um, I don't know if that's like an omen for death. If they've, they've showed the rat eating blood before yeah. they've shown it a rat, like it could be an omen not an omen, but like, um, it's a symbol for yeah. many things decaying it's or, decaying, um, I don't know. Uh, just people trying to, be sneaky in order or a literal rat like yeah a literal (laughs) rat is ruining everything um yeah so that pretty much was the way that the episode ended and um obviously we we just can't wait for episode seven i mean it's just we always get left at a point that we're just like i can't wait to see what happens next (laughs) you know what i mean i'm just so sad that he's gonna die yeah i mean it's gonna happen i think will probably happen at the end of the season um just because pretty much i know what where we're we're heading but um yeah so i think it'll happen at the end of the season or something big is going to happen at the end of the season too because like i said they they pretty much wrote this as if it was only going to be one so i'm I'm really interested to see how these last ep- three episodes play out so i want to see next episode because i saw the preview mm-hmm. and let me tell you it's about mm-hmm. to be fire yes, okay literally so um yeah i'm i'm really excited but um yeah that i think that that wraps it up for us yeah for sure we covered i think we covered mostly everything i mean i have like some intricate details that i would like to discuss with you off air yeah um that kind of just goes into like the books and not just the books but like um some intricacies you know of like 
relationships and how I perceive them. So we'll talk about that. And if you guys want to talk to me about it, like you can, you know, reach out or whatever. I'm down to talk about House of the Dragon. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Especially if you've read the books, because I like to pick your brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come come through, come through. But um, yeah, for sure. So uh, we will be back next week to talk about episode seven. Like we are, we're going to, um, I'm going to be out here trying to survive a hurricane. So there's that. Good luck with that. <laughs> but um, yeah, overall, thank you guys for joining us for this episode. Like I said, like, subscribe, do all that stuff. Um, let us know what you guys saw of the episode. And yeah, we will see you guys next week. So until then, fire team out. Peace out, guys. Love you. Bye.